Hey guys, Ben from Waggle Teaching here and today I'm going to talk to you about how you can make your classroom a bit more humanistic. Making a classroom humanistic is basically making sure that every single child needs are catered for. But that's not just necessarily about differentiation in lessons. It's more to do with knowing every child's personality, knowing every child's background, and taking that into account and celebrating that during lessons and in your classroom. So I'm going to give you five top tips of how you can make your classroom a bit more humanistic, personalised and relevant to the children in your classroom. Okay, top tip number one is rewarding effort rather than outcomes. It's really easy when children are working to praise children when they get answers correct and to get uh, and when they're doing really well with their learning and they're performing really well. The problem with that is for those children that don't always get things right or make mistakes or those low ability children, sometimes they get a bit missed out or they're only celebrated when they actually get something right. What you want to do is flip that round to make it a bit more humanistic. It's really about making sure that every single child's efforts are celebrated. So rather than giving out house points or reward points or stickers or stars, whatever your reward systems are, rather than giving them out for success, give them out for effort, for trying really hard. For that child that's been working on a problem for 10 minutes, give them a reward and say that's really good, I can see you've really worked hard with that and you tried your best, even if the outcome is wrong. That way every single child is motivated to learn but try their best. Whether they get the answer right or wrong is irrelevant. Of course you want them to be successful but they're far more likely to be successful if they're rewarded for their efforts opposed to the outcome. Okay, number two is understanding what type of learner and personality that child has. Every child likes to learn in different ways and identifying that with them or asking them how they like to learn can benefit you in the classroom but also it gets you to understand how each individual child reacts to learning. And so you might have some children that like to work independently in a quiet corner. You might like some children who like to talk lots and work in groups and in pairs. You might have some children that like to learn practically or they might prefer to learn by reading or drawing or sketching and incorporating all these things into lessons or giving the children a choice of how they're going to do things makes your lessons far more humanistic because it allows the children to take ownership and learn in the way that they want to learn. We're not all designed to learn in the same way so it's really important we design our lessons to support that. Tip number three is just taking time not to be their friend but to talk to them about things that are not to do with learning. As a teacher all our time seems to be spent engaging with children about learning, setting them next steps, giving them targets, pointing out mistakes that they've made etc. Try and find time during the week to just talk to the children about how they're doing at home, what type of things are happening, how are their friendships coming along in the playground. Some really easy spaces to do that is at break time and lunch times. Take your dinner out and sit with them in the canteen, sit with a group of children in your class and just chat about their friendships, what they've been doing on the playground, what types of things they've been doing at home. You may find some things out that you didn't realise were happening that may actually be affecting their learning in the classroom. But also the children will really appreciate you just getting to know them as human beings. In the morning, ask 
how their morning's been, ask how their evening was, ask what they've been up to. After the weekends, ask what they've been up to to get to know what type of things they've been doing over the two day break. In the same way that you would do with your colleagues to develop a professional relationship, you're developing that same professional relationship with those children. Find out a little bit about them so that you can engage with them and show your humanistic side. The fourth one is positivity drops in lessons. So I like to see this as a bit of a, a word bomb or a, a mic drop, but basically drop little random positive praises to children, not for necessarily what they're doing in the class, but just for being them. So for example, you might be in a mass and saying, oh, you're really good at this activity, you're gonna enjoy this. That child all of a sudden has been rewarded for something that they've not even done yet. They're gonna want to prove to you that they're good at it. Again, it's developing and motivating their engagement with their lesson. Again, in English you could say, oh, I know you really like talking about this topic. Again, it's showing that you know the children. Again, it's showing that you're personalizing the learning for them. But ultimately, it's praising them for something that they've not actually done yet. That's gonna make them want to do well before they've even started. You're almost pre-rewarding the children for their efforts. The final one, which is possibly my favorite, and I'll try and do this lots, even as an assistant principal when I'm out in the playground, is use the children as carers. Now, I don't mean give the ownership to them and make sure they're responsible, but give them tasks that make them become caring and helpful to others. So for example, if you spot a child in a playground that's sat on their own, rather than use the teacher going over there and saying, you know, why are you sat on your own? So get a child that you know is really good at that type of thing and is really good at talking to children and send them over to that child. So tell them, you know, I've noticed Thomas sat over there on his own and I think he might want to go and play. Could you go and ask him whether to go and play or not? One, you know that that child's gonna go over and speak to Tom and make sure that he's feeling better and you know that Tom is being catered for. It's not putting the ownership on you, but also it's instilling skills within the children of identifying when children are being left out, when children are feeling sad, and helping them to automatically do that. After a while, the children will start to pick it up and they'll do it themselves. They'll notice that someone's sat on their own or notice someone looks upset and they will then go off and support them for you. And so all the pupils will be looking out for each other, not just the teachers. So I hope this video has been useful in giving you some great ideas of how you can make your classroom a little bit more humanistic, make it personalized for each child, but also allowing children to understand that they are human beings before they are learners. And as teachers, we really need to remember that because in the hustle and bustle of our everyday jobs, it's sometimes easy to forget that the children need a little bit of care and need to, need to sometimes just be treated as human beings, not just as learners. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel where there's lots of more videos like this sharing great teaching ideas of how you can improve your teaching practice. I'm Ben from Waggle Teaching. Have a really great day.